It is probably unsurprising for you to hear that for Valentine's Day, I generally make a romantic meal at home. It's cheaper than going out, I get exactly what I want, and I don't have to deal with busy restaurants or trying to find parking downtown. It's awesome. The thing is, I'm a professional chef. Not everyone has the skills that I do, but that doesn't matter. In today's post, I'm going to walk you through making a romantic dinner for two, what to make, how to make it, all the things. I'm Chef Ben, this is Food in 5, brought to you by HowToNotBurnShit.com, your modern culinary manual. This is a romantic guide for dinner for two, so let's get to it. Planning what to cook. Knowing what to cook and what not to cook for Valentine's Day is just as important, if not more important, than the actual cooking. This decision can make the difference between calm and relaxed, and success and failure. Now, during occasions like this, we have a tendency to plan beyond our capabilities. We try things that we've never done before. Often we try to do too much. The thing about Valentine's Day is it's about spending time with the person you love, not about spending time cooking and plating while they sit there bored waiting for you to join them. So what do we do? Well, a good meal, like a really good meal, doesn't have to be complicated. It doesn't have to take hours and hours. It just takes a little bit of planning and forethought. And with that, you can do the thing that really matters, which is spending time with your partner. Now, when planning your meal, keep a few things in mind. Number one, don't overdo it. There's a saying that I really like, and we say it a lot in kitchens, that you've probably already heard it. Keep it simple, stupid. This is the key to your success. Keep it simple. Plan a meal that you're comfortable with. Plan a meal that you know you and your partner will like. Help plan a meal that you two can cook together. There's no point in putting in all this effort only to make a meal that neither of you like, right? It doesn't have to cost an arm and a leg, either. Just because you're making a romantic dinner at home doesn't mean you have to spend $200 on groceries. Again, keep it simple. Avoid expensive ingredients, especially if you don't know how to cook them or get the most flavor out of them. Now, often for romantic dinners, I will buy one really large steak and my wife and I will share it because sharing is caring. It's more like a small roast than a, than a big steak. Now, not only does this promote a sense of care, it also is often much more cost effective and you don't have to worry about fancy plating or anything like that. This works with more than just steak. Roast some potatoes and put them in a bowl on the table. Make a large salad that you two can each take from. Roast a chicken. Cook a big piece of fish. You know, a whole a whole eggplant. Whatever you want. You just It's better to make something that you can share together than something that you have to eat individually. Even dessert can be meant to be shared. And just because you're sharing it doesn't mean you have to eat off the same plate. You can cut a piece off, put it on a plate. You guys you get, you get this. You guys get this. It's much easier to make one big thing and two small things. Remember that. Don't make the meal too heavy. Remember, this is Valentine's Day, not Thanksgiving. You don't want to feel bloated and tired after you eat. You want to leave a little room for uh, exercise, let's say. Avoid dishes with loads of cheese and heavy cream sauces. Right? A little cheese is good, but too much will weigh you down. Uh, Pair some wine with dinner. And Once you know what you're going to make for dinner, because you're planning ahead... Go to your local wine shop and explain to the clerk what you're making. More often than not, they can suggest a good wine that will go well with the meal. That's what they're there for. And they'll ask you a budget, and they'll help you stay within it. Decorate the table. A few flowers, some candles, and a tablecloth can go a long way. A long way. Take the time. Do it. Now, foods to avoid. As this is Valentine's Day, and you'll likely be doing some smooching later. Uh, If you call it smooching, you won't be smooching. Just a little note. Uh, You want to avoid foods that leave a strong smell in your breath. Really, all you want to avoid is raw onion and lots of garlic. But a little garlic is fine. Also, don't eat like too much cheddar cheese or something because it can give you pretty bad breath also. 
foods to embrace. Now, just like there are some unromantic foods, there are also some very romantic foods. On Valentine's Day, you should try and embrace the obvious ones like oysters, chocolate, strawberries, and vanilla. Now, if you don't like raw oysters, that's fine. There's a lot of really delicious coat options out there. And if you just Google it, you'll come up with a whole big list of them. Conclusion. It is easy to lose sight of what's important on Valentine's Day. This is especially true if you bury yourself in the kitchen all night. Just keep in, keep it, keep it simple and remember that the person you're doing this for, they care way more about spending time with you than they do about everything being perfect. And again, you know, cook together. You know, do all this together and that is in itself is a wonderful Valentine's. Anyway, there you go. My little tips for Valentine's Day. I hope you enjoyed this post. I'm Chef Ben. This is Food and Five brought to you by HowToNotBurnShit.com, your modern culinary manual. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Chef Ben Kelly and on Facebook at Ben Kelly Cooks. If you really like this podcast, uh, you can become a patron at Patreon. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com forward slash Ben Kelly Cooks. Uh, for as little as a dollar a month or as much as five fifty dollars a month, uh, you can help support this podcast and all the other food things I do. Um, and that money goes to help buy ingredients so I can test recipes it, you know, coffee to keep me up at 5 in the morning while I'm writing this stuff all that fun stuff and again that's patreon.com forward slash Ben Kelly Cooks um, guys that's it oh also this is exciting I don't have it yet but I have some uh, food and five merch coming I got some mugs and some other things so keep keep an eye out for that other than that, I'm done. That's it for today. It's uh, Wednesday. I'll be back tomorrow with another fantastic episode of Food and Five. And tomorrow is... <laughs> it's Thursday. Ben, I just said it was Wednesday. It's Thursday. Uh, and I'll be doing the brief history of Le Crusade. Although now that I'm saying it out loud, I think maybe I've already done that, so I'll double check. If I'm not doing the brief history of Le Crusade, I'll do a brief history of something else. Anyway, I've been rambling for a long time, so have a great Wednesday, everybody. I'll see you soon.